0: Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Mm -hmm. Actual emergencies are happening. I'm like, yeah, there's a guy saying a few too many swear words at the park. (laughs) (laughs) 911.
1: Is this Jay on right again?
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Mm -hmm. I found new CKDJ air checks. Mm -hmm. Told the waiter I wanted to have some turtle soup. Well, like a lot of people, I changed my mind. I wanted some pea soup. So when he was halfway back to the kitchen, I yelled, hey, waiter. Hold the turtle. Make it pee. Mm-hmm. Make it pee. What are you from the south?
2: Make it pee. Make it pee. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't turn your crank, well, just before that, you can check out the job search workshop. On Saturday, snow bus service will operate from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And on Sunday, service
1: will run from 11 a.m. to 5 Mm p.m. Sounds like I have a mouthful of water and I'm afraid
0: to spill it. It does sound like you have something in your mouth.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Seems officials stopped Saguna Cordova at the. Where did they stop her? They stopped her in the customs. Mm -hmm. You can see by the look in Paul's dark hollow eyes, he's happy. (laughs) Dark hollow eyes. As he launches into yet another song. (laughs) I walk on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Santo Domingo. In her yam. Why am I on CKDJ? You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast.
0: The Jay and Dan Podcast brought to you by Rebecca.
1: Make it pay! (laughs) We're smack dab in the middle of April 2019. It's April 15th, 2019. Winter's almost over. Well, here's the thing. I should give you a heads up. I'm getting my winter tires off as we speak, so that's going to mean winter's going to continue for another
0: three months. Yeah. Sorry about that. You really cursed everyone But it's okay No, it seems uh, Seems like maybe Maybe we're there Oh yeah, we're
1: in the clear I have uh, tulips starting to sprout
0: Again, we realize we're in a Different part of the country Yes, Uh, I know The rest of the country may be experiencing uh, Lots (laughs) of snow and such I know my brother-in-law works up near Lac La Biche, Alberta Last week said it was minus 10 There was snow everywhere The Bish? Do they call it the Bish there? I think they might They certainly. uh, I wonder if Truckers is still open? The bar there, Truckers. I think it closed. Oh man! If I'd known, I might have tried to save it with some of my TSN monies. Guys, I'm here in the bish, and I'm saving Truckers. I want to be like, why? Why'd you do that? You wasted your money. What a weekend!
1: What a weekend it was. Tiger Woods. Forced my... Uh, I was in Toronto, so I... I wondered th-
0: about you. Uh, you'd taken the girls for a, for a daddy girls weekend. And I thought, I wonder if he's going to force them to watch the
1: Masters. I, uh, Whenever there's a big tournament, I force them to watch. Um, but they... So we were in the car. It's an hour drive from Toronto to where I live. So on Sunday, I put the golf on the radio and... They slept the whole way. So when we got home... Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it they, they was great. Nap time. Then I forced them to watch Tiger win. And then later on, I said, wasn't that cool seeing Tiger Woods win? And my young Ruby says, before today, I had no clue who Tiger Woods was. Of course not. She's a tiny girl. <laughs> they have no clue who that guy is. So I thought that's a big moment. They don't know who any of
0: the golfers are.
1: They're like, yeah. All I get is, so he wins, they're like, who's that? Who's that person? Are those his kids? Where's the mom? What? I'm
0: just... Well, you're doing it to yourself. (laughs) Why don't you just uh, slap a couple of tablets in front of them? Send them to the other room? And daddy has his private viewing Oh,
1: they do that, though. And then they watch the shows. I I can't say... Families playing hide-and-go-seek, and and they're watching them on the YouTube. Yeah. Play hide-and-go-seek with one. I'm like, why don't you guys just do that yourselves?
0: A family fun pack, and... Better question. I don't think about that so much when, when my daughter's watching that stuff. I think, how do I start doing this and make money off of it? I mean, I can perform in front of a camera. I can play hide and seek. <laughs> I could start a YouTube, YouTube channel. <laughs> Give me a YouTube channel. A YouTube. You should start YouTube. Yeah,
1: YouTube.net. And YouTube.org. All these parents playing hide and go seek. With their kids Are they sharing any of the profits? No chance Well, they probably can't Like when these kids grow up Are they like Mommy, daddy I saw all these videos That you made uh, When I was a kid Where's the money? 8 million views Mommy and daddy 2 million subscribers Oh, where's the money? We're in a trailer park dollar bills, y'all And then they just say With the money "Uh, It's hide and go seek You find it It's gone, though (laughs) You'd be looking a long time (laughs)
0: Why is the the parent talking like that? You find it! (laughs) It's like some Eastern European dad.
1: My Ruby is um, obsessed. She wants to start a channel.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that's... Nobody wants to be on TV anymore. The goal... You know, it's like uh, Lori Lachlan's daughter, right? The uh, Influencer. She didn't want to go to college. She didn't want to be on TV. She just wanted to be a social media influencer. And... She parlayed that into some serious sponsorship dollars, like Sephora and other ones I can't remember.
3: I love Zaz!
1: <laughs> I, think, I think Zaz actually did sponsor her. Zizzies. And I point out to my kids, while they're Zaz. watching these videos, they have unskippable commercials. Yeah. So I say...
0: But not, lo- not as long.
1: Still, it, it's essentially like TV... Everything's
0: essentially like TV. Like when someone says, someone said to me the other day, a good friend, listener of the podcast, um, love, he's been loving you, by the way, Toolsy. Thinks you're on fire lately. And he said, uh, Oh, what? Are you guys worried about Dazone? <laughs> Are you guys concerned about Dazone? And if people don't know, Dazone, which is spelled D A Z N in the most douchey thing of all time, is a streaming service. And they've got a lot of properties in Canada. Lots in the States, but lots in Canada already. They just got the English Premier League for a couple of seasons. They have Champions League. They have, oh, NFL Sunday ticket, I think they have. Anyway, he's like, are you guys worried? I'm like, but what I don't understand is, okay, so if I get to zone, and then, but I wanted to watch the Masters and I don't have cable, well, I got to get that TSN app. And then I want to watch the hockey, well, I got to get the SPAC app. So now I'm running about 50 bucks a month now. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe I want to just stick with cable for now.
1: Again. That's my pitch for cable. Within like a year or maybe less than that, people will realize, hey, cable TV, it's not so bad. (sighs) Yeah, probably not. We just have to fix the guide. I've pointed out it a million times. Bell executives, I know you guys are listening to this during your... uh, your big meeting. Oh, yeah. Kevin, they, I Tuesday bet you they morning. put
0: it on. Uh, that's right. Every Tuesday, round the table.
1: Make your guide look like Netflix. And then people will come flooding back to cable. Right now, it looks horrible. Yeah.
0: <sighs> the problem is, it still has to have some sort of time element, cable, right? It's not something. Things have to start.
1: But I don't think they do because the other night, I said, "Oh, I forgot to record uh, John Oliver." Then I looked it up on the guide. Yeah, and they just on demand. No, not on demand. On the TV guide thing, and it just says, "Yeah, you want to start it? Watch it right now. Click it." Yeah.
0: Oh, because you had gotten into it late. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. So make a picture there. Click on it. It, uh, I don't know. I need to talk to someone. Mm. Yeah. Am Uh, I making sense? Trying to save. Kind of. I mean, again the.
0: The only element, again, I guess you could redesign it slightly so that you could have it look like a Netflix or a Crave. Yeah, Crave is amazing. Like a Crave template, but then somehow indicate when things start. Because with cable, it's still going to be, yeah, you can watch it on demand, but you can also see it live. Like Game of Thrones last night, for example. You know, a lot of people want to watch that right at 9 o'clock when it comes on so that it doesn't get spoiled for them. Mm-hmm. Why do you show that on there? I don't know. All I know is I'm just going to keep subscribing to everything.
1: And can someone from Bell come over and help me with uh, what shows are recording? Of-
0: mm. I- After what I re- you said about Bell customer service, I don't think that's happening.
1: I'm recording um, what's that police show, Live PD?
0: Adult films.
1: I'm recording it every episode. I didn't start this record. Wait, I can't stop what? it. Wait, what? Old it? man, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait,
0: what? Live PD? It's
1: like the new version of Cops. Oh, where, okay. Where they're like, oh, let's go to Austin, Texas, where this crew's about to make a takedown. Ah, they're pretending like it's live. I this see. This is all pre-recorded. <laughs> shit, sure. Right. I see now. But it's entertaining. But yeah, I've never them. set a record for it.
0: Sure, you didn't, Tulsi. Late night, had a few too many. Had a
1: few too many. (laughs) And you're like, oh, this looks good. Record. No, what I would set that on in that state would be our Sunday evening favorite. Oh, Fail Fail Army. Army. (laughs) All it is is people getting hit in the junk or the face.
0: Yeah. it's If you haven't seen Fail Army... Have you seen it, stuff? Yes, I have. Yes. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, outdoor Life Network, I believe. I believe you are correct. I believe you are correct. And uh, every Sunday night, our camera guy, Glenn, <laughs> who's nearing retirement, we're going to miss him so much, as a special treat, he puts Fail Army on the TV while we're getting ready for the show. And at first, I was like, this is just like America's Home Videos all over again. It is. But, but doesn't and it then feel I realized, like it's always the same episode over and over? Yes. Shh. Just like America's Home Videos. Don't ruin it for and, us. And by the way, it feels like it's America's Home Videos all over again, because it is America's Funniest Home Videos all over again. But without Bob Saget, they don't even go with a the host. they nope. just get right into the videos.
1: And we watch it on mute. You don't even need the sound because no. you're like, oh, how's this? This person's getting in the nuts. yet yeah, they got it in again, the
0: nuts. Yeah, this guy's falling off a, a, the roof of his garage <laughs> yet again. <laughs> Hey, speaking of Paul Maurice, um Stoff, I understand you have a, a clip here.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard this clip. I'm, I'm excited. Creative. I haven't heard
0: this one either. Paul Maurice, coach of your Winnipeg Jets.
1: Yeah, so this was right uh, as uh, be- the
0: playoffs started. He was talking about Line A earning his spot on the top line. Here's what he had to say.
2: They wake up one day and go, I've got to do everything. Yeah, I've got to finish my checks. i got to back check. i got to win the paddles on the wall. i got to do all those things. If I want to play in the A-hole, can't use that set of sequences. Uh, if I want to play on the A-line, well, that one, that one, I think I'm going to blush on that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Okay, we're done today.
1: <laughs> he had another side. Like, the oh, there.
2: He had a If I want to play one. in the A-hole. No, keep going. Right, after that. Use that set of sequences uh, in the A-hole. Can't use that set of sequences. Uh, if I want to play on the A-line. Well, oh, one, he did one. an Oh.
0: oh, oh. Can oh. we get an
2: Oh. oh.
3: <laughs> That's oh. <what. laughs> oh. 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 Oh.
1: And fail oh. army. Oh. Just put those in every nut shot. Oh. Oh.
3: Oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh. oh. That's the Charlie Huddy. Is he still an assistant with the Jets? Charlie's in the room next to Maurice, and all night on the road, this is what he hears.
3: Oh, 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 oh.
1: We're f-ing children. Um, went to the Jays game Saturday. Let's go, Blue Jays. Last in the American League. Yeah. It's not looking good. I looked around the stadium, couldn't find any of those uh, cartons of milk.
0: So we talked about this. uh, In case you you didn't hear it, the Blue Jays have a new $5 menu, $5 for all sorts of different items or less at Skydome. And one of those items is a small container of milk. We've all seen them, the small container of milk.
1: You call it a small container, like you say, uh, give me a small chocolate, small milk. milk. But then everyone here at work said, No, that's called a carton. A carton. No, no, a carton is like a liter of milk.
0: No, nope, that's a carton or two. I feel like we're we seem to be in the minority here, but I'm a thousand percent uh, strong in my convictions. That's just a container or just a small milk. But either way, uh, you couldn't find it. You
1: no, know, I did the entire loop of the, the dome because uh, little Rubio O'Toole, she wanted cotton candy. Uh turns out there was no cotton candy in the entire dome.
0: Hmm. I guess the uh is cotton candy just not as popular
1: as it used to be? I don't know oh,
0: I saw it at Disneyland it's a huge. couple of weeks ago and it's
1: a massive money maker. The ingredients are sugar,
0: yeah, Yeah, I don't have to put a lot of overhead into the cotton candy. <laughs>
1: So we did the loop, and then once we finished the loop, I realized, I'm like, I didn't see any of the concession stands. <laughs> Maybe it was like tucked under a staircase, like, oh, there's cheap items over here. I never, that is true, though. I'm, I'm I'm sure
0: a Jays fan will send us a tweet and say, oh, you idiots, it's down here, or it's here. I wanted,
1: I need neon signs, though, to direct me.
0: Well, I don't understand this $5 menu only being in three concessions in the entire Skydome. Like, if you're going to offer something, just offer it. Like, people will buy it. People will buy the
1: small containers of milk, mm-hmm. won't they? They've done a great job. I think they did some more rentals in the offseason. Concourse is looking great, mm. the Sky Dome. Mm-hmm. Always nice and clean. Okay. Except getting into the stadium, still an issue.
0: This baffled me. So you said you showed up for the game 10 minutes before first pitch? Or? Yeah, it was yeah. a
1: 3 o'clock start. We showed up at 2.50. Um. Uh, and you were, and there was an hour wait to get in. Had to be, at least. So we went over to a place called The Rec Room. and It uh, couldn't have
0: been an hour. Maybe half an hour? Really? Maybe. An hour? Still. Why is it standing. taking half an hour? I'm like,
1: I'm going to stand in line. The kids are going to want to leave 30 minutes after we get in. I'm like, let's go play some video games. So we went to this place called The Rec Room. It's where our launch party was for the uh, the Jay and Dan show.
0: Yep. Um, a lot of promise back then. <laughs>
1: So you go in oh. and uh, you play games and whatever, and the kids loved it. it. They like, uh, do we have to leave? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> tickets to a baseball game.
0: <laughs> I love how you're. I love how you're like, yeah, hey, <laughs> small daughters, let's go watch the most boring sport in the world. <laughs> but daddy, the video games across the street. <laughs> nope, daddy wants to watch. There'll be cotton candy, though, right, Daddy? (laughs) I promise. Children, if you leave this video game emporium, (laughs) there'll be freshly
1: prepared cotton candy throughout the concourse of Skydome. We'll enjoy it together. And I always get them through the gates of Skydome by saying, remember that time you got the foul ball?
0: (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that is pretty cool when a kid gets to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And there was other gates closed because there's construction going on, so... Mm. Let me take over the gates. For, yeah. For one season. I, I will figure it out. I am truly baffled, and lots of people have tweeted about
0: this uh, Skydome, why it's taking so long to get people into the building, especially when there are
1: maybe ten to 15,000 people there every night now. Yep, there's 20,000 uh, 20, when I was there, and I'm like, oh, there must be a really big crowd, like 30,000, but there was 20,000. If there were 50,000 every game. I can I see
0: that, yeah. But I It still shouldn't take that long to get... There's lots of gates. I know they have to check security and stuff, but... Maybe more security
1: people? Well, it's the bloody metal detectors.
0: Yeah, but getting into Dodger Stadium, Anaheim Stadium didn't take that long.
1: No, I didn't didn't line up for... Like, we went through the same metal detectors there.
0: I don't know what the hell's going on
1: down over the Rogers. So, Blue Jays. (laughs) Send someone so, to another stadium with a notepad,
0: yeah. with an Just iPhone. One, one pen and one notepad. <laughs> one small notepad.
1: Get them to stand out and like, okay, let's see what they're doing different. Yeah.
0: I'm with you. A hundred percent. Hey, uh, damn, we got a ton of, of tweets about this. What's that? The Travago guy.
1: Yeah. DUI in Houston. <laughs> A guy, one guy at the J game came up to me goes, hey, you're the Travago guy. I'm like, no, I'm not. He's like, Travago guy. I'm like, well, I hope not. He just got a DUI. He's like, Travago guy. <laughs> and then finally I like my daughters came out of the bathroom. We're walking along and the guy came up. He's like, I was just kidding. I thought it'd be funny. I'm like, okay. I don't know what I was supposed <laughs> to like, say. What are
0: you supposed to do there? <laughs> I don't know
3: what I was supposed <laughs> to say. <laughs> yes, I guess I,
0: I do look like that. Thanks for pointing that out. Now go find me some cotton candy for my kids. Yeah, so Trivago guy. I have to admit, he does look a lot like you in that mug shot.
1: (laughs) You after 12 (laughs) screwdrivers. I can't even do screwdrivers anymore, acid reflux. So the Trivago guy, if you don't know the news, pulled over... In Houston. Well, he, they didn't have to pull him over because he was asleep behind the wheel with
0: his foot on the brake. I, why am I laughing? I don't mean to laugh at that. I
1: apologize. Passed out behind the wheel at 3 p.m. in the afternoon in Houston. Yeah. Buddy, Uber.
0: Day, day bender. So, hey, we've all been on them.
1: Yeah, but we always walk home or oh, yeah. take the bus or take want, a cab. Who wants to get behind the wheel when they're that bombed?
0: Like... I want someone to drive me so I can heckle them while they're driving. A cabbie, an Uber guy, a very kind person who goes out of their way to pick me up as a drunk person only to have me heckle them from the back
1: seat. Yes, I, I does he lose his job has that been announced? It's a great question. I don't I don't see how he can keep it.
0: It's that's a tough one, isn't it? Like it's out. How do you screw that up? If you have that gig as a working actor, did anyone know who that guy was? First of all, I, do, I still don't know what his name is. He's just the Trivago guy. All the headlines. Travago guy, DUI.
1: So, and those commercials, if you are the spokesperson for a brand, that's massive money.
0: Massive money. So he's making all this money from Trivago. He's, his life has changed. Would you not say to yourself, okay, couple of rules. Don't get drunk in public. You know, like, don't, just don't. If I even think it's a borderline activity, I won't do it. Mm -hmm. I'll just keep all my shenanigans to my house, (laughs) and that's the sacrifice I have to make. Or
1: my hotel hotel rentals.
0: On Trivago, my five-star resort that I got on Trivago. Just keep it to there. Don't get behind the wheel. Hire a driver to go everywhere if you got problems with booze. Yeah, I felt bad. Uh, his name, by the
1: way, Tim Williams. And someone said he was on an episode of The Sopranos.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. He also has a country album out to uh, stuff, doesn't he? I will look that up immediately, but apparently he resides in Germany right now. See, I always thought he I, I lived in Germany. Now. When the commercials first started, there was a story about him. So what was he doing in Houston? Doing a little Trivago convention? Nah, no No yeah. longer. So
1: he was let born that, in Houston, actually. So, oh, Okay,
0: going home, visiting home. family.
1: So let that be a lesson. Don't be dumb. If you have uh, any cocktails in your system, mm-hmm. don't chance it. As I always tell friends, they're like, oh, it's going to be expensive. To get. I'm like, yeah. Wh- what? Is, say it's $100 for the cab ride. Say you're going a uh, far distance. Isn't that better than uh, losing your license or killing someone?
0: Yeah. Yeah, killing somebody, losing your license, going to jail. Not good. This is Tim Williams. Here we
2: go, Magnolia on CKDJ. Hi, I'm Tim Williams I'm from Houston, Texas. I'm an actor, musician, and uh, most of you might know me out there as the North American Trivago guy. Yes, that guy in your TV commercials. Now I've seen you change. I always knew I wanted to do something in the entertainment world. Acting happened to come first, but I've always had a passion for music. In between acting gigs, this is his hit single. I'm Tim Williams. I had the idea that I wanted to go back to my roots what and uh, make some music that I grew up listening to country music. Blue. Yeah, you do! Just oh, for a... God a DUI. He is wearing an astronaut suit while he's singing with <laughs> so. At first I had the idea that what? I wanted to do why is he talking my favorite again? artists such as Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings. And then we thought, why not just share my own personal stories? My longing for Houston, my family and my friends, and the past 16 years here in Berlin. Six
0: years in Berlin. It's a good name for a country album. (laughs) Uh, Just Angela Merkel with a cowboy hat on the cover with a couple of six shooters.
1: (laughs) Wow. We've uh, we've covered a lot of territory lot,
0: already. A lot of different things to discuss, certainly on the Jay and Dan podcast. And Tim Williams' country music career is one I didn't think we were going to get to. Oh, before we get to our guest today, can we uh, can we possibly um, check out these drops that you had? Uh? Say from this is from Serge Ibaka's cooking show stuff. Yeah, so Serge Ibaka has a cooking show, and he had Kyle Lowry on, I believe, last week, and he cooked them some uh, Philly cheesesteaks made out of uh, testicles. So uh, let's have a listen. Okay.
3: You say you love Philly cheesesteak, right? Yeah. So today I cooked testicle Philly cheesesteak, bruh. Okay. Man a question. Question. Yeah, testicle filled tea stick today because you said to me what the fuck Okay Test what wait what kind of testicle is this? Beef testicle. It's a beef testicle filled tea stick. That's steak. a good oh. question.
1: Yeah, that was what my first testicle, question. Then? Whose testicle is Who's this? Nuts that are is my these? favorite part actually. Bro.
3: <laughs> and now, now you know how the,
1: the balls taste. Oh.
3: oh boy. Wait, what kind of testicle is this?
0: That is a good mm-hmm. question though.
1: No. Not, now you know how the tastes.
0: The These are half as nuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who is, is our is, guest today? Half as nuts. Wait, is there any uh, any more? Uh,
2: no, that's, that's no those are the two right drops?
3: There,
0: yeah. Okay, that was good.
3: What, what kind of testicle is this?
0: Prairie oysters. That's what they call them. Have you ever had them? Never. Yeah, they're bad. I'd, I'd try them. Yeah, why not? If someone wants to send us some nuts, we'll eat them. We'll eat, we'll eat them wrong. Uh, who's our guest? So our guest today, ladies and gentlemen, we're very excited about this, is our friend and former colleague, Derek Taylor. Derek uh, was a sports center anchor up until this past Wednesday. He has left the network, and he's taking a job in... Oh, stop. we got to get Experience Regina queued up. He's going to take a job in Regina Radio as the new play-by-play man for your Saskatchewan Rough Riders
1: taking over from uh, Rod Peterson. That's well, huge. This is a massive gig. For people that don't know, from gig. Ontario to be the voice of the Riders in Saskatchewan, that's like the best gig for radio play-by-play in the CFL.
0: I Hands I down. think there's no question about it. And in addition to that, I believe he will also be the Monday to Friday host of Sports Cage, which is their uh it's not a rider show, but it kind of is a rider show. They basically just talk riders.
1: They were on location when we were in Esteban.
0: Right, yeah. It's a massively popular show, so he'll host that and then do play by play for the riders. And uh, this is exciting because uh, Derek and I have an interesting history
1: that we're going to delve into. It involves <laughs> testicles. And meanwhile, I've only met Derek like. Twice, I think, and once was at an Argos game at the uh, telly yes. party. Yes, his wife Fiona was out. I remember that. That was for the Jay and Dan day.
0: That's right. Um, So, Stoff, I'm very excited to welcome to the podcast for the first time, just as he's leaving, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Derek Taylor. How
4: are you, buddy? I am doing very well. You guys know that Jay and Dan day was at a, an Argos-Saskatchewan Roughliners game.
1: Uh, that's it right. It was. Funny. I got to call a rider's touchdown. Not well at all. <laughs> we were a little rusty. We had been in
0: LA for four years and had not been following the league closely. <laughs> and then Rod, <laughs> Rod was like, "All right, guys, take over." We're like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> "Blackie, always hanging young to dry." Brandon yeah.
0: Bridge. Uh, there you go. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: That's how how are you to start? How I'm doing are you? Fantastic. I've been. Uh, you guys are very familiar with moving. I am moving and packing everything in my life to haul it across the country. So, again, thank goodness. yeah, exactly. Thank goodness. Like, uh, unlike you guys, I don't have to cross a border, so I won't run into any car problems with my old what was it, Lexus or whatever Dan had a problem with. So, yeah, and I, then um,
1: also when you move stuff out of the country or across the border, no liquids. So if you have any booze, you, you had to drink it all, you know, or get rid of it.
4: Oh yeah, so we had
1: those those issues as well.
4: <laughs> those are going but, with the good folks at United. Then all right, <laughs> sending all the booze with them. Um,
0: so have you? Uh, have you? You have a house here. Have you sold your house? Are you? Are you uh, permanently out of the GTA?
4: So it was, this was always kind of temporary because uh, Fiona my wife just. Just hated the thought of coming to Toronto. So, so much so that she's been in Saskatoon living and working for the last two and a half years. Right. So everything's been pretty temporary. Uh, so I've been in a rental house, but we are already property owners in Regina, I'm happy to say. Wow, that Amazing. was fast.
0: Fantastic. Did you get uh, former Regina Sportsline anchor Craig Adam as your real estate uh, agent?
4: Aren't they all? We had a different former uh, former uh, professional athlete our agent, Paul Waldo. So apparently that's a connection that people make from that, TV and sports to, to realtor. That's so interesting.
0: Jim Taddy, one of the top realtors in the GTA. Uh, former, ah, yes, guy. Uh,
4: how's, yes. how's the
1: real estate market in Regina right now? Is it booming or did you get in at a good time?
4: Okay, so here's the thing. Just uh, We always joke, right, that Toronto real estate prices are, are kooky talk. So uh, my wife and I, we bought a 1,400-square-foot bungalow that backs onto a golf course. And for that price, uh, in the neighborhood I am, I'm just here in Port Union, so just the east end of, like, Scarborough. Uh, there's a townhouse that backs onto the 401 freeway, <laughs> which would cost $100,000 more than we paid. Yeah, so like, that doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. But the freeway yeah, it, can be
0: a nice view, Dean. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the view, the the smell, the nonstop sound of the 3 a.m. guys going to work. So it's just, it's very stark, the difference. And this would this kind of crystallized it for us. But uh, Lord willing, it's the last time we ever buy a house. So this would be it's we're very happy with it
0: and you say that Derek and that's no joke because you could have this job for life
4: well and that's totally true right like Rod Peterson who uh, I'm taking over for had the job for 20 years uh, Bob Irving in Winnipeg 40 years 45 years plus in Calgary 26 years Brian Hall in Edmonton had his job for 40 years before he left it before 2010 like this. This is a job that once you get into, there's only nine of them, right, in the entire country that are not TSN, so they're, I'm, they're precious jobs, and I can't believe someone offered me one of them. Goodness. And how did it come about? So in January, I heard that Rod was leaving. Rod, uh, Rod resigned from, from the job, and I, I didn't entirely know why. I know Rod a very little bit, but I didn't know why, and all I thought was, hmm, Fiona lives in, in Saskatchewan. Uh, I love football. I wonder if this might happen. And then eight or nine weeks worth of angst and and just, oh, my goodness, and worry, and am I good enough, and la, la, la. And the interview process, they were super thorough, the folks at CKRM, to make sure they got the right guy. So after nine weeks of panic and worry, uh, they gave me the job. And then I've had since then four more weeks of panic and worry. So (laughs) So did you
1: have to to do a mock play-by-play of a game or anything like that? I sent them some clips. I did a game
4: for uh, for us at CSN. I did a preseason Ottawa-Montreal game back in 2017. So I clipped up some, some of the stuff. I got that Dwayne Ford out of there. I didn't want to hear his voice in there because you don't need to. That guy's super good. So I didn't want them to have a direct comparison that they could shove me down with. So, yeah, no, clip that together, clip some radio stuff together, and boom, here we are.
0: Wow, that's fascinating. And had you um, had you had designs on that kind of specific job, because um, you become really known for your CFL stuff, uh, the details, and, and all the <laughs> other stuff that you do over the last few years.
4: Yeah, when 2006, uh, Jay, you and I, uh, you also worked at H Channel in Winnipeg back in the day. So I came, I came after you, and then in 2006, they went, okay, everybody get out, we're not doing news anymore, and all of us lost our jobs. Mm-hmm. On that day, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna drive down to the University of Manitoba and see what's up with their football play-by-play for the season because this is the direction I wanted to go. Uh, my good friend Chris Zoop made it all happen. Did that for nine years and always wanted to get back to that because I mean, anybody, if you've ever been to a live sporting event, you know the feel of being at a live sporting event is so amazing. It's it's you know calling the highlights from the fishbowl sports dinner is great too, but man, being at that game is just it's different and you're experiencing it live. I love it, and I always wanted to get back to it so that I get to get back to it with the, the best franchise in the CFL is unbelievable.
1: So have Riders fans, we know how passionate they are. Have they already yes. reached out and said, okay, don't f- this up?
4: Well, I, I got a lot of... I, I got a lot of, hey, you're an a- before this. So <laughs> um, now that I've gotten the job, people seem to have forgotten all the jokes I made about the Riders and guys faking injuries or... Deron Carter is not very good at football. That's all been forgotten, thank goodness, because, man, there was some vitriol what before last season, but now it's all hugs and kisses, and I couldn't be happier for that.
0: That's fantastic. And you mentioned uh, A-Channel. Now, we go back even further, you and I do, because when I was in first-year Ryerson, it would have been the fall of 1994, I moved in... Yeah. Uh, to a senior suite in residence, and my next door neighbor, the person in the room next door to me was Derek Taylor. Incredible! And what a what an incredible year that was. Uh, living alongside you, the the uh, the excessive drug use, the. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, incredible amount of oh. scotch that you drank and and beers you didn't uh, this uh, that's a lie you were you were a total non-drinker which yep. uh, i appreciated because the other four of us were polluted 24 <laughs> 7. so oh. how horrible was that experience for you in that sense
4: well you you mentioned that as a today and i'm like wow those were some of the greatest days and it it didn't matter, right? Like, I've, I've never been a big drinker, you know, 25 years later. I'm still not. I don't, but I have no problem with it, right? So you would get those parties together uh, at the sixth floor of Pittman Hall in Ryerson. And Tyler was, you know, DJing it up. And the walls are just sweating with the... They were very sweaty walls. Ugh, of all those teenage, late teen, and, and early 20s ladies dancing. And you're like, oh, man... These are so, these are the greatest days ever. Yeah. Like, so it, it, it didn't even it didn't even matter. And you know what? That was that was the thing about the five of us there, right? No one no one made it seem like a thing. It wasn't really a thing, right? You're you're having a good time, silently macking on all the ladies. I just assumed because you just you were so under the radar. Bean was doing his thing. Tyler was spinning on the ones and twos. Petey had his gang going on. Like it was. Uh, th- those are days I look back on fondly.
0: I remember you uh, would – you had VHS tapes of every Michael oh. Jordan NBA finals. <laughs> yeah. And many nights you would go get a like a Subway steak and cheese and like a two-liter Pepsi and just sit there and just crush uh, games from Jordan's Peak. And then –
4: Leave you remember steak and cheese. That's amazing.
0: And then you would also, well, then right around the time we were living there, I guess 94 is when Jordan came back from his two year, you know, quote unquote retirement to play baseball. Gambling and, suspension, yeah. Yeah, and you were, I've never seen a person so. So thoroughly happy when uh, when Jordan came back. You were uh, this is the thing that's fascinating to me about you, Derek. Is I knew you was such a basketball guy, and then yeah. when we came back to TSN, uh, you were such a CFL guy. Like I'm, I'm very impressed with how much you fell in love with the the league over the years.
4: A, lo- a lot of that, and to start with the basketball thing, I, I vowed if Michael ever comes back, I'm going to tape every game he ever he ever did, he ever plays. So when he put a double nickel on the Knicks. At Madison Square Garden and his comeback, you're like, wow, this is, this is incredible. And then all those finals, you would chart down who had what. In truth, it's honestly, it's, it's my fascination with numbers that kind of leads me to all these places. That was, my, that was really my hook for football, was calling University of Manitoba games. And I'd be thinking, man, they give up a lot of safeties instead of punting. I wonder if they should keep doing that. I wonder if that's mathematically correct. And then you realize, oh, it's going to take me a year to figure out the answer to that question. And then, what are we, 12 years later, I still have questions like that. So it's my kind of obsession with numbers that leads me to football and the CFL especially are, are kind of underserved in numbers. So I felt like it's still a void there. And based on the reaction from players and coaches and general managers and fans especially, it's, it's done some good.
1: I'm glad you brought up numbers. I was having a conversation with my daughters the other day, and they're like, "Oh, uh," our teachers were telling us uh, what math we'll need later in life and stuff. And they're like, Daddy, you don't need any math for your job. And then I told them, I said, actually, we need it a lot. All sports is, is numbers. Mm -hmm. And so with that in mind, are you a baseball fan? Because I find baseball is the most numbers-heavy sport.
4: I'm not particularly a baseball fan because it'll conflict so much with the football season. But if, if you said, "Hey, you're going to do a baseball show," I would be all over that because I would get down into OPS and WAR and park-adjusted OPS and zone ratings and stuff. I just I love all that stuff. So we're, we're all just trying to figure out who's good and who's bad so we can beat our buddies in an argument, right? So I I, I love all that stuff. Baseball would be right up my alley.
0: Where were you? Refresh my memory before you came to a channel in winnipeg where were you before were you in canmore
4: i was in canmore alberta i right. was the traffic reporter during the summertime in canmore alberta which was either the highways are wide open or highway one is blocked because a hundred elk in their big yes. white asses are running across the highway so you're going to have a bit of a wait wait that was wait, wait Derek,
1: you did traffic reports i did that as well i in vancouver i flew around in a Cessna.
4: did you See, fly and- around at all no, no, I was, in a I was in the Mountain FM Mountain Cruiser. Oh, you drove around you, looking for traffic. Well, you had, you had a traffic job in a real market. Like, mine was literally, oh, no, the highway is good. If you're going from Canmore to Banff, that's fine. Banff to Lake Louise, that's good, too. Like, that was, that was my job.
0: <laughs> that's the role. So, I love it. Well, okay, so the reason I ask is because I have a little story to tell. Now, um, again, I was at a Channel Winnipeg. Derek was in Canmore. We had stayed in touch after school. And I know you wanted to get out of the radio thing and into TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, my boss at, at A Channel Winnipeg at the time was looking for male news reporters. There weren't that many out there. There, uh, there were news stations were diversifying, hiring way more women, uh, way more uh, minorities, which obviously they needed to do. But as such, lots of males weren't going into news because there weren't jobs for them. So. My news director, who turned out to be my first wife, said, you happen to know anyone who might want to uh, do a, a, a guy who might want to do news here? Like, we just need a guy. We have all women here. And I said, well, I got a buddy in Canmore, and he's, you know, went to journalism at Ryerson, really good guy. I said, I can call him. And So I called Derek, and I said, listen, there's a job here for you if you want it. It's a news job. And uh, he said, great. And I said, there's one catch. I said, I know you love sports. I said, (laughs) she's very adamant that you do not come here, take this news job. And then if a sports job opens up, you're not allowed (laughs) to apply for it. Like, you just can't. Like, if she brings you as, as a news person, you can't apply for the sports job. Derek was like, no problem, buddy. I got it. I got you. I got it. I'm a news guy. So she hires him. He comes out, does an amazing job. One month in, he's killing it. Reports every day. One month in, our weekend sports guy quits. And three seconds after Derek hears the <laughs> news, he goes immediately into her office and says, I want that job! <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I, I took a lot of <laughs> at home that night. I took <laughs> a lot of uh, Of uh, course I did.
3: Of course I, I did.
4: Te- I remember you telling me that story after the fact, and I had... I had no memory of the hey don't don't apply for any sports jobs, <laughs> I, which you know you say whatever you can to get the job like your first on your job yeah. right of
0: course you do of course you do so, yeah
4: and if, if they don't know that they, then I get it but man yeah that I I felt when you told me that I felt horrible because I mean all all joking that we're gonna do aside you Jay have been instrumental in my career like I'm not at this point in my career. Without you, like us being roommates, you had a job at TSN. I wanted to be a writer there so bad. You're like, hey, why don't you come to work with me? Came to work, got hired, and I mean, that's, you know, hey, come to Winnipeg. Oh, okay, that sounds amazing. So you have been, uh, uh, your support has been amazing for me. So I feel like to this day, I feel bad that I screwed you that way. <laughs> oh, it's great. It makes for a great story, you.
0: though. It's—I mean—it's fantastic, and also, you know, she was a little tough uh, as it was, so you know, maybe she could have been a little more easygoing about it. But, uh,
4: yeah, no, I think it all worked out pretty. So wait, did well you get the it? sports job? I did, okay, this is this is great. I didn't get the sports job. Uh, the next time it came open, I didn't get it. They hired a, a woman, and I was like, okay, well, fine. I'm, I'm not good enough. She actually, so she was doing the weekends, and the Safeway Select, which is the play-in for the briar, was going that weekend. So she says to somebody, hey, what, what's, what's curling? And they're like, oh, it's the Safeway Select, and the winner will get into the briar. She said, no, no, what is curling? Mm. I have no idea what curling is. And mm. I'm like, this person is better than me. Oh, am I doing the wrong thing in my career? Mm. Oh, Need
0: boy. Well... Yeah, it, it, it yeah. was that time, though. You know, it was again a lot. You know, they had to hire a lot of different people, and yeah, um, yeah there's no I other way to got, say it.
4: Yeah, I almost got, I almost missed out on the. Well, I did miss out on the job the third time cause it came open again. <laughs> I said I'd love to do this job. Yeah, I think we're going to give it to you. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to pass on this other opportunity to do sports, and then they said, ah, we can't give you that job like, oh my goodness, I am never destined to be on TSN. This is going to ruin my life. Um, Uh, And a decade later, here we are.
0: Yes, no, you uh, you killed it on TSN. And um, I guess, you know, as we let you go, there's one song that I feel like, you know, is going to be played on a loop in your home. Uh, Stoff, can you cue that up for us, buddy? Oh, boy. (laughs)
3: You
0: better know the lyrics to this one. If anything, Derek, for when you're hosting SportsCage, this is how the show should start every day.
3: Wow.
4: The way he rolls the word experience is amazing.
1: What a song. God, it's a great track. Hey, you've got it. You've got it, buddy. Uh, so That's when right. do you leave?
4: Uh, I leave bright and early uh, Tuesday morning, and I start there next week. So it's it's coming up real fast.
0: So are you hosting? Because in addition to doing play by play, you're hosting uh, the Sports Cage afternoon yeah. drive show, correct?
4: Yeah, from four to six thirty every day on six twenty CKRM. Do all twenty riders games plus their you know they'll win the West of so two game run to the Great <laughs> Cup title this year. Ah, twenty two very... games this year. Yeah. no. Yeah, I'll be doing a little bit of sports director. So, Jay, if you have any sports director advice, I would love that. Oh, God. Uh, from back in the day.
0: Uh, yeah. That was, those the worst, that was the worst year of my life when I was the sports director. Uh, <laughs>
4: really?
0: Well, it was awful.
1: I uh, wanted to be it when I worked in Fort McMurray, I was the only guy in the sports department, so I asked our news guy, can you, I just call myself the sports director? He's like, nah.
4: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh. Uh, well, can you get, can you believe the place well Jay, you didn't really have what the, the long road. Dan, can you believe the places you've had to be to get to where you are? That's you look why, back at it.
1: That's why we tell every aspiring broadcaster, go to these small towns. Go do the yeah. uh what were you in the Canmore cruiser? Yeah,
0: I was in, get the, in the get in the cruiser. The get cruiser in the,
1: yeah, yeah, get in the cruiser, fly in a Cessna, go to the places where you would never expect to go and that's why you get to end up getting jobs like uh, Voice of the Riders. Yeah.
4: And it's, this has been the problem with my career. is uh, I've always had to compare myself to Jay because we were roommates in college. I'm like, wait a minute. He went from TSN, the sports wrestler in Saskatoon, to the NHL Network? oh, it should be that easy for everybody, and it is not, because we are not all J, so... No, was, no, that's it, not true, it's and, hard.
0: and don't forget uh, the big breakfast in Winnipeg, in between there, I mean, that was... Pardon me, that's right. That, that was a grind in itself, <laughs> that was a grind every day, no, I loved it, though, no, that's what, I, Dan's right, and also, the other thing I will say is, and I don't know if you felt the same way, Derek, like, with all the steps you made, but... Um, everyone was uh, kind of a joy. Like if you go in with the right yeah. attitude um, and just embrace it and enjoy it, I think it's you know it's like such a cliche, but it's like the journey not the destination, you know. So I, oh, I yeah, I really enjoyed all my stops along the way. Met gr- friends that I still have to this day, and um, you know obviously like, I, it's all paid off. So I, I I'm really thrilled for you, buddy. I think this is an uh, obviously this is a huge job. This is massive. Um, I assume that Chris Cuthbert is shaking in his <laughs> snakeskin boots that you may return one day and take over play-by-play duties here at the the leader wouldn't that be a delight
4: <laughs> hey wherever there's cfl you know i'll be there
0: i love it buddy uh best of luck to you hopefully we can stay in touch with you throughout the season and uh, all the best to uh, to your wife fiona as well and i hope you enjoyed the 306
4: Oh, it's going to be good! I got a new stop on today with
1: the three hundred six area code. I can't wait.
0: That's kind of an exciting. Uh,
1: thanks, ah. thanks, Derek. And I, I didn't send you a message because I knew you'd be coming on the podcast. So I wanted to say it in person. Congratulations, buddy.
4: Thanks, Dan. I appreciate that, man.
0: Okay, Derek Taylor, the new voice of the Saskatchewan
3: Roughriders.
0: Love it. Yeah, good guy.
1: That, as you said, yeah, kind of clicked when you you mentioned yeah that, that could be your job for the rest of your life.
0: Uh, there's I mean, unless he pulls uh, Tim Williams, what's the uh, Trivago guy? Which he's not because he doesn't drink. Derek doesn't have to worry about that.
1: <laughs> or he does his first touchdown call and he's like, "It's <laughs> Wait,
0: wait, <laughs> wait what? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a drop.
1: And they're like, uh, oh. can, "Can you fix that touchdown call?" Okay. It's <laughs> You
0: know what? You know what is funny though, like. He said you know, he obviously did uh play by play of a game on TSN, so you would assume he could do play by play. Yeah. But and what he if, did all
1: that the, those university games.
0: Yes for exactly. nine years. No, yeah, the skills are there. But what if what if he just what if he just misrepresented himself and he didn't know any of the Rough Rider players? <laughs> and then he showed up and was like, Oh, there's that guy. It's, it's <laughs>
1: And I was like, what? I'm the green team with the ball. Uh, Go greeners.
0: (laughs) And the greeners. This
1: is the Regina Greeners. No, it's the the Riders. Santo Domingo. (laughs) (laughs) That's always... Do you ever have that dream that you show up at work and... uh, you didn't prepare and you show up on set and you hadn't seen the highlights. And well, not- we never prepare for anything. So all no, right. so I, I guess-
0: never <laughs> had that dream, but I do have the dream where I, and it happens all the time where it's like, I'm in fourth year Ryerson and I, am going to class and someone says, Oh, uh, you haven't been in this class all semester. I'm like, what are you talking about? And like, well, you need this class to graduate. We're graduating in two weeks. Like you're not going to graduate. And I'm just like, and then I wake up like, Whoa! like, I'm not going to graduate. What? I, like, I have that all the time. I don't know why. Like, some sort of thing about not being prepared in school. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what it is. But uh, one thing I was going to say, that we, I forgot to mention to Derek, because I hate correcting people when they say something wrong. But he said Saskatchewan. He needs to say Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah. We need to make sure somebody gets that message to him. Saskatchewan. He's going to thrive there. He's going to do great. He's going to work so hard. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun.
1: He, even when he's not calling CFL games, he studies the CFL all yeah, time. he
0: Yeah, he's just, speaking of people who are prepared, like you will, and I, I say this to Ryder fans who are listening and, and wondering, okay, you're taking over for Rod, who did the job so well for so long. It's, that's daunting. Derek will work so hard, he will make himself great at that job. There's just no question about it.
1: I do highlights of an NHL game, and some guy will show up in the highlight pack, and I'll say it. on I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Producer Tim will be like, he's been
3: in the league for three
1: years. Yeah.
0: yeah Tim, who is he? Tim gets mad at you if, and me... If there's like a player that somehow slipped through the cracks for us, like we just didn't—I don't know—just didn't see him that much or whatever. Yeah, and then Timo—he move-
3: drafted last year. You don't
0: know Frankie Baragano? You're uh, not familiar with Andre Fakakisfath? <laughs> well, f- you guys, thanks for not being prepared for the show.
1: Yeah, so that's Tim. <laughs> that's Timo. Ah, uh, yeah. When we came back. Especially on the Nashville, when we came back from LA, especially on the Nashville Predators, there was about 10 guys on that team where I'm like, who the f is that? I've never. Oh, Tim, shut the f up.
0: Yeah, we uh, we didn't cover as much NHL.
1: and We didn't cover any.
0: We didn't cover any. Again, I, I think I've told the story. When the Kings, when we got there in 2013, the Kings made a run at the Cup that year and won it. Nobody on local sports talk radio in L.A. knew who any of the kings were. And they would say it on air. I guess we have to learn the names of the kings now. It's fine.
1: It's fine. Oh, this has been a fun podcast. Hey, say. did you watch Game of Thrones, the first one? Sure did. Hmm. You know what I thought? Yeah,
0: me too. It's like, it felt like a big setup episode. And I know there's a lot of setup episodes in Game of Thrones, but... I wanted something else to happen. They should have thrown us another thing.
1: So talking to a friend about it uh well, my, my lady friend, and both of us we know no character names, so we're like, you know the, that one uh, the one that uh the one the Lord of <laughs> Withington <laughs> we, zero names. We know zero names. I get a little dragon confused. lady. I, I get a little
0: confused with the names. I, I know the actors, but uh no, you know. I gotta be honest, as I was watching and I was like, yeah, I'm kinda ready for this to be done. Yeah. Do I'm the ready dragons, for them to wrap this up.
1: Do the dragons have names?
0: I think they do, yeah. Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. So uh we'll continue to Does oh, producer
1: Tim watch Game of Thrones?
0: I believe he does. So
1: he would know those dragon names.
0: Now, here's something I'd like to start, start off. This is a new weekly segment. Ooh. It's um it's Jay Onright's Game of Thrones Weekly Recap. So if you don't want to know what happened on the season premiere of the final season of Game of Thrones, uh, in five seconds, I'm going to say what happened and just go la, 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 la. Okay, ready? Here's the five seconds. Five, But wait, four, wait, wait. How oh, long is your recap going to last? Five seconds. Oh, okay. So five seconds lead up, <laughs> five-second recap. Ready? Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Jon Snow rode a dragon and committed incest. There you go.
3: Wait, what kind of testicle is this?
1: That's the recap. (laughs) That's the recap. The first part of your recap, that's where I'm like, what the f*** is going on? Come on. This, really? But you know, again, it's all set up,
0: right? You're going to set it up because at some point, to ride that dragon into battle... Meanwhile, I'm watching hide and go seek videos. Yeah, I'm watching Family Fun <laughs> Pack and JoJo Siwa. I've seen so many JoJo Siwa videos. So, has your daughter
1: got the uh, JoJo Siwa hair products?
0: She has like a hat that has a bow on it or something. She's like, so JoJo Siwa. In case you don't know, YouTube star, and yep. she was on. I guess she was on Dance Moms or something, and now she's like a pop star. And She has a show on uh, Nickelodeon, big deal. I guess a couple of weeks ago, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's daughter, Northwest uh, JoJo, babysat her, and they sh- you know they shot it for her YouTube channel. And so Isabel, my daughter, has watched that video a thousand times, a thousand times, uh, and it's horrible. Like it's just them eating gumballs out of a gumball machine, and
1: it's just so bad. Okay, so um, we need to work on our YouTube. Our yeah, we got it. You didn't call it YouTube. What did you call it again? Snootube. YouTube. YouTube. YouTube.
0: YouTube. YouTube. We
1: need to work on our YouTube. I'm all over
0: YouTube, and I'm loving it. How about
1: you and I go play hide and go seek with each other?
0: That would actually probably get a lot of views. (laughs) You know what we should do? You know, Danny Wright, our social media guy, Danny Wright, who's listening right now. Okay, Danny's always coming up with cool uh, ideas for, for social media. Like, everyone loves it when we play headbands. Why don't we play hide-and-go-seek in the studio <laughs> for the next one? See how, see how that goes over. And then I want to see if it gets, like, a million views, like the JoJo Siwa
1: ones. And But there's so much editing, because every family member has a phone, and they're they're on their phone with the camera saying like, oh he, he doesn't know I'm here underneath the the pillows in the spare bedroom by his footsteps and they have to edit
0: all these together I'm gonna hide directly between <laughs> g- cameraman Glenn's legs just take it all in
1: I'm right here under <sighs> Glenn's testicles
0: Glenn smells a bit musty down here <laughs> but it's a good hiding spot
3: Tim's gonna love this <laughs> uh, Ooh, our uh,
0: beards, our uh, playoff beards, are getting itchy. I yeah, put I on some, I put on some uh, beard. What is it? Beard oil? Beard lotion? I was going to say beard lotion. Come <laughs> lotion. Well, that was the
1: Graham Dillette tip. He said to stop the itch, get the oil.
0: It's not working so far for me. Maybe I got,
1: I got the just for men. <laughs> <laughs> and Christoph, did you notice? Um, neither of our carpets match the drapes. Yes, I did. So my beard, if you don't watch our TV show, so we're growing playoff beards for the length of the playoffs. So it's gonna be about a two month process. <coughs> What's the longest you've ever grown a beard? I grew one from a month uh in about ninety eight when I was backpacking through Europe. It was pretty thick. Okay. I've maybe grown one for a week. So this is gonna be a mm. uh, it's gonna be a good process. Oh, it's gonna be great. So I have grey hair, but my beard is dark brown. Mm-hmm. Jay has brown hair. His beard is snow white.
0: Yeah, it's coming in very white, very Burl Ives. It looks very Santa-like. I'm gonna be very Letterman. I hope it gets that long. I wonder if I could keep it after the playoffs so, are over.
1: Undercarriage white
0: hair down there? No, I'm all I'm all uh, chestnutty brown in the pub area. Okay. How about you? No, none. Yeah, I don't have any gray. No, I have gray no hair. Pubes. I have no hair. Oh, you
1: shaved down there? <laughs> I'm kidding. Did you I... wax? Imagine that. He's, the hair doesn't grow in, and you're like, one day, as an adult. Oh, but I remember I was late to get pubes.
0: I remember. Late to the pube train? Yeah. I remember being, uh, I don't know, 12, 13, and uh, my buddies in Athabasca were like, oh, yeah, there's this guy in our class, you know, like this poor guy. It, you know, Everyone was like at swimming lessons or whatever. He's like, he's got no pubes. He's bald. And I
3: was like i'm bald down there too wait what kind of testicle is this
1: <laughs> but I, who's going around looking at everyone's bush
0: i guess these guys caught a glimpse and they didn't see any fur down there and uh they thought this was somehow made him inadequate and you see the have to deal with in a small town and then so then i'm like I I
1: gotta be careful when I change now. People see that I'm bald. I always found that strange. You go to high school and um like grade nine. Yeah. Here's a bunch of kids you never met. Uh okay, you all go I in, in there. I met them all. That's a
0: problem. I knew them all.
1: Oh, so I had <laughs> just all go in there and change. No yeah. big deal. Uh
0: I, I don't want to do that. I had no problem with that. I just I wanted some pubes to grow. <laughs> and so I remember I was I would do things like I'd be like, okay, I'm not gonna look at a penis or balls for a month and then in a month if I, just, if I just think hard enough I'll start to grow some pubes and then I'd look down in a month be like You just wanted an invite to the pube party I just wanted to be normal Anyway, the pubes came, so big you, time Now it's a, a half a globe
1: <laughs> When you had to change, did you tape some on?
0: No, I just. I think I kind of just like I don't know what I did, kind of like turned around like, <laughs> you know Told a joke and then turned around and quickly took off the boxer briefs. <laughs> told a joke.
1: Yeah, look at that guy. No pubes
0: over there. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. look at him. Way on the other side of the change room here. Wait, what kind of testicle is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. He's bald. I'm like, what? What do you mean he's bald? He doesn't have any no pubes on his balls. I'm like, I don't have any pubes. <laughs> what was your response to like, oh, what a loser. Oh, oh yeah, big time. <laughs> Half my adolescence is, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. wonder what he's doing now, old publis.
1: Because there's probably a good chance he doesn't have any now. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, we got to go prepare for our show. I've got to do my research and uh, figure out who plays for the Predators. It's important. Oh, you don't know Ivan Nakanoff?
0: I blame Tim. I wonder what Tim's pube
1: situation oh, okay. was like. Bye. See you next week.
3: are going home. <laughs>
2: The Jay and Dan Podcast.